What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dinner for Breakfast. I'm Wes. And I'm Bailey. And this week, we don't really have... I've never done this intro before. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. How did, you, how did it feel? How did it feel? It, honestly, it felt bad. It felt, it felt weird, really, didn't it? I didn't like it, it, it no. It's always, it's like, always hard starting off. It's like always the weirdest part. Energy. I like coming in with that hot energy, but then I kind of like... I should have thought more. I just wanted to do it so that I could interrupt you and cut you That's off. That's okay. But I didn't That's think okay. far enough ahead. Um, no. I kind of like the spiciness. Yeah, right? We actually have a few things to talk about this week. We both kind of prepared some stuff, but first, before anything related to food, Bailey, your new favorite video game is that Harry Potter video game, and uh, I played yeah. it yesterday, and I totally get it, dude. That game is dope. Dude, 10 out it's, of 10. It's, lit it's literally a better version of Skyrim, in my opinion. It's like, you, you're, you're, wizardry, you're a Skyrim wizard, essentially, in my eyes, and I'm just throwing it out there. Let's go Hufflepuff, the honey badger. I do not think it's better than Skyrim. Skyrim's the best, my favorite video game ever. Um, I, I knew you. I knew I'd get a little backlash from yeah, you on that one. I won't agree with you on there, but it is surprisingly fun. And the best part about it is honestly the way it looks, because it's made in Unreal oh. Five, and I was playing it on my buddy's 4K TV on his PS5. Yeah, and it looks gorgeous. Oh, well, it's beautiful. <clears throat> it is. It, it is really good looking. The scenery, the way the background kind of fades out in the fog a little bit. The character models look great, but this is not a video game podcast, is it? Not today. Not, not today. today. We should do one of those. Write that down. The, we could. Yeah. <laughs> Done. James, James isn't here. We'd have James write that down for us. Hey, hey, James, put that one on the board. He'll listen. He'll listen to it. Yeah. But, uh, but no, uh, some some more fun news though. I just got back from oh Chicago, High Town, baby, and you didn't stop on your way home to visit me. I did not. I was Ask tired. Me. It was. I didn't get back till like one in the morning, and I didn't get Oof. good sleep. But um, the uh, that was actually like my first time. I went back in fourth, like when I was in fourth grade. However old you are then, and I don't really remember. I remember some of it, but like. Obviously, you can't really experience Chicago when you're in fourth grade. But sure, like, so that was like my first time. Malort. Can't drink Malort yeah. in fourth grade. Yeah, I actually didn't have Malort there. I've had you're it before, but I, I, I've had it before, but I didn't have it in Chicago. We'll but save like, that for mixology. We'll each buy a bottle. Of oh yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, no, I I went in like a little hesitant because I'm not really into big cities. They always like I don't know. I'm, I've always lived in the country, so it's kind of like uh. I don't know. I kind of get like a little hesitant in big cities. Yeah, I get. That. And once we got there in the city, I was like, "Wow, I get this place." It, like it felt, it felt good. Yeah. And I was like, "This is a really nice city." And then, um, I don't know. I, I every there was like we went when I was going. We went uh, and looked at the Bean, and they had a bunch mm -hmm. of like street corn vendors there with oh, uh, yeah. elotes and everything. And they had a snack there I've never seen before. And I had to pull it up here because I didn't even know the name. But it turns out it's I guess it's a version of like the chicharrones that you like. Yes. Um, but the, these are like because the chicharrones that I've seen are like big, like long They're huge. Yeah. Base. Yeah. But these ones are like wagon wheels in a sense. You know what I'm talking about? Wagon wheel? Like they're round? Yeah, they're like round. It looks like they have like it looks just like a wagon wheel. They're called like chicharrones de harina or duros de harina or whatever. But these usually like they usually have like uh chili or lemon flavored, but like it's just puffed wheat. 
and it's like oh. a wagon wheel. So and it's not, it's not a chicharron then, because it's that, weed. See, that's what I thought, but then in this example, it uh, like gives a list of different names and chicharrones. See, like it also says like Chiritos, uh, uh, pasta para dirito, duros. I don't know. There's, there's a bunch of different. I did not get it, but uh, I did. I did get the street corn, and the street corn was fantastic. Dude, I, I love, love it. Corn. You can never go wrong with the, street corn. They had them like all over Chicago, though, which was surprising. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Mm-hmm. But it was that it was pretty cool. That we also went to a uh, it was like this underground pub in a sense, Irish okay. pub. I can't remember the name, but we go down there and we get our table, whatever. And they give us this like basically a cocktail book in a sense. And they have a list of different uh, cocktails, basically with Guinness in a sense. Oh, cool. I took a, I took a picture, and I, I mean, I love, get, I, I love Guinness too. Let me pull up this picture real quick. It's, uh, I did their black velvet one was the one I did. It's Guinness and champagne because Ooh, that one seemed like the weirdest one to me. That does seem odd. And it comes, <laughs> I look so weird at this Irish pub because it comes in a champagne flute. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're drinking Guinness out of a champagne flute. Yeah, yeah. it was. I, th- I believe it was like uh, half Guinness, half champagne in, the, in a flute. And mm. honestly, it was really good, surprisingly. But like they have, uh, they have a um, a wildy Oscar, which is Guinness and bourbon. Oh, that um, sounds good. Black and blonde, which is a Guinness and blonde ale. They got mm-hmm. uh, half and half Guinness and harp. Um, a, black and blue. That's a black and tan. Uh no, the black tan is a uh, Guinness and um Smithwick's, which What's from my understanding is a different, maybe a f- different version of Guinness. Possibly, I could be totally wrong on that. My, but they have like Guinness and Blue Moon too. Dude, they had a ton. That sounds cool. My mom is a huge Guinness fan. So every is she really? Oh, she loves it. It's her favorite beer. See, that's so that's went... kind of surprising to me because I've I've only seen her like really drink wine though. So oh, it was she... like. She she gets in on beers. She likes uh she likes Guinness. She likes like low gravity stuff. She's not huge on IPAs from what I understand. But then again, I don't really pay that much attention to what my mom drinks. Um, Who likes IPAs anyways. I do. I love IPAs. <laughs> Certain IPAs. I don't across the board love them because some of them get too wacky. That's beside the point. Uh, I went and visited my mom like not this past weekend, but the one before. So like two weeks ago, I went and visited her. And I brought a four-pack of Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Have you ever had this before? I think we just talked about it last one on Mixology. Did we talk about it last time? I th- I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, I don't know. This, they've, been, they've been kind of an alcohol-forward podcast recently. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. Well, but you know, I also, alcohol is a fascinating thing. It can be. But like, I also have this... Uh, while I was at that pub in that cocktail booklet, they have this thing called the Big O Bloody Mary. And Big O Bloody let, Mary. Let me let me read to you what's on this oh, thing. Oh god. Okay. It comes in a big pint glass, okay? Like you're right. the ones like A and W root beer would come in. Oh, like the giant um, glass mug. Yeah, yeah. Thick boys. It comes with three different sliders. You get a burger, a chicken slider, and a pulled pork slider. Nope. Um wings, tots pretzels reuben egg rolls olives oh pickles and a and a chaser beer with it oh i'm going to show God. you through the camera what it kind of looks like but what like the fucking <laughs> fuck how do you drink that that is i hate 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 the trend of putting too much food on top of a bloody mary that is 
horrifying to look at. And then it in in, in the caption it goes, please allow 20 minutes to make. <laughs> oh Can you imagine being the bartender that has to sit there and stack everything up and it keeps falling over? Oh my god. All your orders are piling up and you have to spend 20 minutes making a it was I couldn't believe I was like, oh my god. I have a question. I was like that was how the much, most excessive what's up? How much does it cost? It doesn't I say. I bet it's it expensive. Doesn't say. I bet it's not you go there and you order a Bloody 30, Mary. 30, 40 bucks. Be, yeah, I was going to say $45 for that Bloody Mary. I mean, you have to, it's like three meals and you yeah. get a chase beer. You're, I like how they give you an extra, like a right. chase beer. Because <laughs> that Bloody, well, you have to eat all the food before you can drink the Bloody Mary and you need a, a beer to go with your food and then you can drink your blood. I hate that trend, dude. That really irks me. The trend of people stacking too much food on top of a Bloody Mary. All you need oh, is it, a little... You need a little skewer with like an olive, a little cube of salami, and a little cube of cheese. That's it. Maybe a celery stalk or a pickle or something. Anything more than that is too much. It kind of disgusts me, to be honest with you. It really does. It does not look appetizing at all. Yeah, no, I... I see pictures of ones where they put like a whole chicken on top, or like a full pizza like wrapped into a cone. Like, oh my god. There's some really raunchy Bloody Mary toppings out there, dude. <laughs> It's wild. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I I would just buy it for like the meal. I wouldn't even drink the Bloody Mary. That's the funny thing about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't like a Bloody Mary. A Bloody I've Mary, had one. For those of you who don't know, a Bloody Mary is basically like a it's like a seasoned tomato drink with vodka, right? It's like yeah. V8 with a couple extra ingredients. And you vodka. could even uh you could even put uh, they make like absolute vodka. I think makes like pepper vodka. Uh, pepper flavored vodka that's like supposed yeah. to be with bloody marys and i don't know definitely not down my alley not, not for me no, no way no, 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 no. um you know it is down my alley though new no. flavor of liquid iv that i tried new flavor of liquid yes. iv what flavor you got today that grape what, gra Ooh, I, yeah. I haven't had grape i didn't I know this grape. existed i went to same trip i went to visit my mom i did my grocery shopping at kroger because the nearest kroger to me is like two is like a state away it's like way too far for me to drive <laughs> so <clears throat> i was looking i was shopping around and they had grape liquid iv and you know how i am about grape stuff i've talked about it on the show before i love anything that's purple so i got the grape liquid iv and i have to say I think it was the first time I ever tried a grape flavored thing and wasn't enormously a fan of it. Ooh, what, was, it was... Uh, what route did they take? Did they take the very artificial or did oh, they try yeah. to go like Concord? No, they took that super artificial route, which I usually like, mm. but mm. the way that it works with that like generally like salty liquid IV flavor, yeah. it did not mix well. Mm. It didn't work out well for me. Yeah, so I didn't surprising. Really enjoy it, unfortunately. But. surprisingly honestly I, the one that should only work is the lemon and lime with that's the saltiness the because like mm -hmm. that's like the only one that i can think of that's like works well in a salt realm I, you know what i, I mean? totally agree i think the the lemon lime one is my favorite liquid iv that i've tried i have only tried three flavors but i think like, i change. like strawberry a lot i like strawberry I a lot strawberry was yeah, lemon I think I've only had strawberry and lemon lime. Maybe the passion one, fruit though, too, but get, get the grape one. Give it a shot. It's pretty good, but it's not as good as the lemon lime. I mean, they're all I delicious. Will. It's liquid IV. It's gonna be good, but you know. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna, what, what are you gonna do, Mike? What are you gonna do? Probably um, talk to you for another forty-five minutes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm
lucky for you, I've got that penciled into my schedule already. Oh, nice, um, man. Nice. Another very brief thing I want to talk about. I got you those almonds a while ago, those blue diamond elote flavored almonds. Oh, and I went the out, best flavor? Yeah, and I went out and bought some because you said they were really good. I didn't uh -huh. buy the elote flavor, but the ones I got were wasabi and soy sauce flavor. Uh, oh, dude. Oh, dude. They're so good. Do you like wasabi peas? No, I just don't like anything wasabi because it has oh, like that horseradish oh to it. Yeah, I know. That's what makes it so special. That's what, that's that's what, what makes, makes it, it so good. gross. No, it's what makes it like that's the point of eating wasabi is it burns you in that special way that only like some sort of horseradish can, which I believe wasabi is a type of horseradish. I'm pretty I, I, certain it is. It's funny because uh, you've been saying that and uh, I've been recently telling people that. So I really hope it's true. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm not going to look it up. Somebody Honestly, let's just roll with it. Yeah. Let's email just... me and tell me if I'm wrong. Dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com. Um, but it has the same sort of like uh, wasabi powder that um, those wasabi peas have. It's yeah. like that, you know, crumbly, super dry stuff. It's very, they're very tasty. I like them a lot. And then I'm also eating almonds instead of like eating a pound of beef jerky or, you know, pig skin <laughs> or whatever I've been eating lately. Pig skin. Chitoritos. Yes. My, my pork rinds. I love them. They're so good. I do love a good pork rind. I mean, you really. You really can't go wrong with them. Yeah, it's, there... it's a tough. It's a tough thing to screw up. There are there's okay. definitely bad and good ones though. I will say, there are bad. I like barbecue. I think I like barbecue flavored the most. I like either just plain or spicy. I bought a bag Spicy's of spicy. Good. I bought a bag of spicy ones from a brand I never buy just to try them out, and they're not good. I won't Do say you... the brand. I'm not gonna put them on blast, but. Do you like? The because there's two different types of pork rinds in a bag. Okay, there's the light True. fluffy ones or the super like condensed crunchy ones. I like the, what kind I like of person? The, the condensed crunchy ones. I do, like too. I do too. I do too. Yeah, those are, yeah the, those are the best. Oh yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> it's like when you go to Arby's and you get the fries and you get that one mm -hmm. that's like the tightest spiral possible. You know what I mean? I call I call that the pigtail. Pigtail, yes, the pigtail. <laughs> or if you like are eating a bag of Lay's chips and you get the one that's folded over. Or, oh yeah. Or you got another one? No, nah, I was gonna compare it to like a uh, a Doritos with like all the flavoring in the bag on one chip, but I don't yeah, think but that works out like that. No, and that never happens either. It's a one in probably you one get in a hundred bags. You ever buy a box of cinnamon toast crunch and you go to pour yourself a bowl and you get one that's like two or three pieces of cinnamon toast crunch stuck together? So it's like not cut. It's just like a big long rectangle. Or just a block. <laughs> yeah, it's just a block. No. I love getting those. No, I, I get those. I, I actually... get those all the time in, at work when I pour out a bag of croutons because I use pre-made croutons for. You know, I'm not gonna make croutons. Boo. Whatever. If I'm making a salad at home, I'll make my own croutons. But at work, I'm not gonna bother. I've got so much other stuff to do. You don't have to do everything from scratch. It's fine. So many other things. But uh, yeah, I'll get some that are like you know three or four inch long croutons, and that's always fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. the um, um, I actually had some some CT Crunch last night. To be honest with you, best cereal. It's so good. It's hard to beat. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Sorry, I had to spit my gum out. Um, yeah, I thought it was weird that you were chewing gum while we're recording an audio format. Yeah, but, but I I don't chew where you can hear it. I, yeah, uh, that's I I like I like to think I'm a, a civilized gum chewer where I keep my mouth closed for the most part. And yep. don't have people hear the. <laughs> if you chew, if you chew with your mouth open, you're a fucking monster, and you need to change it right now. 
it is quite uh it is quite annoying there's nothing i hate more honestly than hearing people chew it really really bugs me it is too like I, it's even i don't know what's worse when they're like very like open-mouthed eating about it or it's like when they chew really hard with their that's mouth the closed worst. that's way worse <laughs> what if somebody's chewing with their mouth open you can at least be like hey can you chew with your mouth closed that's like super gross and they'll still stop if they're just chewing yeah. with their mouth closed but it's still really loud what the <laughs> hell can you say to them what can you say so like, hey, nothing. You're, you just gotta suck it up sit, can you sit like two or three seats down you're like grossing me out with the way you eat like you yeah. can't just say that to people yeah, i don't no, know it's it, I, I i do find it uh very irritating sometimes yeah it can be uh it's it's bothered me. Quite kind of things have bothered me ever since I was a little kid, and I just can't shake it. I don't know why. Oh, speaking of things that like we've had that like with high anticipation of you liking, yeah. um, I would I went and got my hair cut. Uh, what was it uh, last week sometime? And sure. um, uh, at the barber shop, we uh, shout out John. He, there's a he has a huge basket of like just random candies, and usually it's just like. He has like these gourmet suckers or like uh, Jolly Ranchers or just random candies in there. And he had some high chews in there. And before I got my haircut, I was like, ooh, I love high chews. So I went and grabbed one. And as I'm putting it in my mouth, he goes, ooh, you're probably not going to like it because it's reduced sugar. I was like, is it really going to be that bad? I had like a mango one. Yeah. Instantly, one of the worst really? <laughs> tasting. The reduced sugar high chews are very, they're, they're not good. They're not wow. good. I didn't think that, it would make. I mean, I can you can usually tell, right? There's usually a drop in quality when you get the reduced sugar version of yeah. something. But it's like, still, it's like that much. Yeah, like because I've uh, I usually don't mind like z- reduced sugar or like zero sugar because I've been drinking a uh, more uh, Zivas. Have you had those pops before? Yeah, Ziva I don't like pops. Z- you don't like them? I haven't oh, had one. I, I haven't had one in probably ten years. Oh, I love them, dude. I bought one by accident them. instead of a regular soda once. Oh, I love it. I love it. Love it. But um, anyways, it like it it was very uh I the mango one kind of tasted like a durian candy to me. And it was it's like a, very like kind of like off putting. I was like, whoa, whoa. I mean I spit it out, so that's oh well, I mean. yeah, naturally. But no, I thought I thought that was uh it was quite uh quite uh shocking that it was that, that bad. Yeah, it's really surprising that just removing the sugar from it would make it or like replacing it with an artificial sweetener would make it that significantly that much worse yeah um also sorry i sound weird i probably sound weird today i'm coming down with a bit of a cold so i'm like stuffed up and my throat's a little bit Uh, sore Um, sound normal to me okay well that's good i sound weird to myself so maybe that's oh that's awesome i mean just me i feel weird i mean you Um, do always sound weird so uh, (laughs) Oh, got him put one up for bailey got him yeah. put him on the scoreboard <laughs> here i'll put on the tally mark okay um there's so stupid just start doing that we'll have a we'll have a scoreboard of all the times that we razz each other and then whoever wins in the end we did that we did that to you in high school. We had there was some catchphrase. I don't remember what it was, but there was a phrase that you used to say all the time in high school. And all the rest of our friend group, behind your back, would go through and count for our senior year. We counted how many times you said it throughout the course of the year. What did we get to? I do don't remember? remember. It was a lot. Dang, dang. It was. I a must lot. have said it a lot. You did. I don't remember what it was you were saying, but 
I don't know, something either. horrible because we were in high school. Yeah, um, <laughs> good old, the good old days is what I like yeah, to the say. Good old days. Fuck, high school sucked. Um, <laughs> anyways, you know what doesn't suck is there's a cool thing happening right now in the restaurant world. Here's a little bit okay. of a news segment. So, okay, there was this restaurant uh, in New Jersey um, called Nettie's House of Spaghetti. And I know, pretty good. Uh, and they posted, it's a good name for a restaurant. Shout out Nettie's House of Spaghetti. I'm going to come there because of this. This is the reason I want to go there is because starting March 8th, the restaurant will no longer allow any children under 10 in his dining room. Oh, that this it... restaurant is banning kids 10 and under from being in the restaurant. How do you feel? I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I, I get it. it. I absolutely let the love kids it. go to Applebee's, dude. Like, yeah, I think it is. I get. I get why people would be upset about this. I really do, because like some people like don't have the means to get a babysitter, and they shouldn't be excluded from having a nice dinner. Don't go that, get all spaghetti that, that night. But what? What I'm like, I really. Oh, excuse me, Jesus. I really like it because. The idea, especially at like a nicer restaurant, I have no idea what Nettie's House of Spaghetti is like, but um, at a nicer restaurant, this concept makes even more sense for me because you're trying to have the most like perfect dining experience possible. And in order to do so, you need to assure that every single aspect of the meal is as good as it can be. And if there's kids yeah. in the restaurant running around making noise, that is an aspect of the dining experience that you have no control over. So the only solution to improve the experience from there is to eliminate that variable. You know what I'm saying? It's a kind yeah, of, a, no. I, I kind of overcomplicated the explanation of that, but the point remains like, I think it's great. I also hate kids. So that <laughs> I'm a little bit biased, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, no, I think it's cool. kid, people are kids can cool. kind of like change the whole like vibe. You know what I mean? And like, um, I kind of I kind of like it. I don't think obviously every restaurant should be like that, but like I definitely think there should be some options of restaurants out there. If like I don't want to like if I want to go out with my friends and not experience a kid world. I I mean, yeah. yeah. I I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Um I'm looking at their menu right now and oh, yeah. when would when it, what's an anti-pasty? I'm butchering that, An but like anti-pasty? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like an antipasta salad? No, it's like uh no, it it's has like, like usually that refers to like uh cut up um like deli meats like hard salami and then cheese. Or that's in the case of like an antipasti salad. Yeah, this one has like it's like a whole like like some pickled veggies and artichokes. Yeah, it's like marinated shit. olives, whipped buttermilk ricotta, fresh mozzarella, uh salami. It's like an it's like an so, Italian charcuterie board. Yeah, but it's like they're all separated. Like, so the olives are like ten dollars. The ricotta is like $9. oh, interesting. Yes, yeah, so maybe like that's very... just an appetizers thing. Um, huh. But the, they do look. They have chopped broccoli rob. Oh, I love broccoli rob. So, um, this restaurant for doing this has gotten like strong response from both sides of this argument. So there's some people who are saying like like oh this is awful. Children are part of the family unit. They're our future. I would never patronize a restaurant that wouldn't allow children. And then some people are like, well, it's not just about, like, the high chairs, the strollers, the screaming kids. Um, when you let your kids run wild 
I'm, I'm reading off of this article here. Yeah. Uh, when parents let their kids run wild in a restaurant with servers carrying heavy and hot trays of food, it becomes a huge liability for the restaurant, the staff, and the guests. So not only is it what I was saying, the um, like improved dining experience in a fine dining setting, it is also generally safer. Um, I've worked in a lot of restaurants. I've seen a lot of parents just totally ignore their kids while they wreak havoc running around. I... I've seen kids like eating spaghetti off the floor with their hands. And like, I've seen kids like smash plates and throw things off of other people's tables onto the ground. Um, that was all at the same restaurant, but jeez, Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of that restaurant. Um, Are you at a big boy? <laughs> no, it was a, <laughs> no, no, you don't got to say it was but, a um, popular Italian chain. Uh, yeah, where your family. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Um, this menu is like super also with the kid thing it kind of like centralizes a menu in a sense like where you don't have to have that, yeah. that little like side piece of a kid's menu and like kind of like in a sense I would assume maybe it doesn't reduce yeah. your costs like by a ton but probably it definitely not by much because kids food is usually like chicken nuggets peanut butter and jelly craft yeah. mac and cheese I, yeah, but I, it's, also... I mean it's one less I think it kind of makes your menu a little more like professional in a sense you know what i mean it, it does it does it makes it seem more highbrow i also think what the hell was that <laughs> i accidentally hit the table and the whole like oh the whole God. monitor with the camera monitor, on it just right? like i saw everything straight <laughs> jeez um i lost my train of thought yeah that's on me coach that one's yeah, on no me. it's definitely on you Oh, I, I think the concept of just removing a kid's menu from your menu does that. I think it, like, discourages yeah. people from, like, I don't necessarily know if you have to go to the extent of outright banning kids. I like it personally, but I don't know if it's necessarily good for business. Um, what I would say is totally reasonable is gearing your menu towards an adult audience. No kids menu, mm -hmm. right? And then gear everything towards being slightly more for like a more advanced palette. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> make things that aren't necessarily like as accessible to kids. I mean, you don't have to do any of it, obviously, but right. I feel like that's kind of the middle ground. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of rocking with you, and I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of it. But like I said, I also don't like kids at all. So <laughs> it's, I'm really really like. Heather will be at the store and she'll call me and I'll hear a kid yeah. in the background of the store like yell and I'll just hang up yeah. on her. She'll be like, nope, oh. call me later when you're on your way home in the car. Like, I can't even deal with the sound of a kid in the background of a phone Man. call. It's really you rough. You're a hate, hate, it just, hate tour. It just like, the sound of kids just instantly brings my stress level to 10. I have no idea why. It's really does. Kids. Not a fan. I love kids. That's fair. I love kids, but sometimes when I'm out and about, I don't want to be a near them so yeah i get that oh this menu is kind of let's talk about this menu for a second because let me look at it yeah they I, I you know a weird thing about me is i always just like looking at a menu i don't know what it is but like i'll like before i go to a restaurant I, like even like three or four hours before i'll look at the menu and i'll like i'll know what i'm gonna get before i even step in that restaurant oh i do that too i find it very like i don't know i, I find i find it very enjoyable especially like, like non-chain restaurants like yeah. This dessert, cherry ice, whipped cream, cherry on top. <laughs> so simple. And, like, the, the, 
no their desserts sound like they suck like the whipped cream uh, uh the sicilian orange cake i guess that's like okay that makes sense um whipped cream orange glaze sea salt so i'm assuming it's on some sort of cake yeah uh, i mean it's on a sicilian orange cake it says is it really it says this is yeah is, is the zeppeli uh those like donut things you dip in that uh like yeah tell us it's, okay. it's kind of like it's a zeppeli is almost like a beignet tuna cutlet like a tuna That's... steak i'm into this menu actually i kind of dig it, it Nettie's like... hot vinegar chicken you don't like vinegar stuff though do you or is it my... yeah i like vinegar stuff. No, Oh, you said in hot sauce. You don't like vinegar based oh, hot no, sauce I in the last episode. That's what I it don't was. Prefer, I don't prefer like a Tabasco or a Crystal or I don't prefer yeah. those types of hot sauces. They're fine. but uh, Dude, I love a good meatball, man. Good. So I. I love a bad meatball, too. Meatballs just rule. You really can't go wrong. Like if it's a bad meatball, just throw some some uh, sweet baby rays on it and you're good to go. Oh, that's that's what I use for my meatballs uh, at work is I use Ooh. sweet baby rays. Oh, don't scroll down because you'll see your favorites, Negronis, a whole like list of different oh, is versions really? of Negronis. Oh my god, hold on a second. Now I have to. Oh my god, you got your classic. One, two, three, four, five, six different flavors of Negronis. Barrel finished gin. Wait, they, talk uh, about something else. This is getting super, super <laughs> interesting unless you're looking at Oh, I like their uh, mocktail. Just one second. Uh, their mocktails. I like how they call it the placebo effect. That's pretty That's kind of cool. That's, that's pretty clever. good. That's, that's clever. Clever. I like it. Do you have anything I like else you it. wanted to talk about besides that menu? Because if you're not reading it, it's not a very. <laughs> that's another. <laughs> See, thing. that's just a weird, fascinating thing about me. Now we're getting into my pet peeves. That's what this episode's about now. Another pet peeve of mine. <laughs> I, I hate it when, when I'm going out to eat with somebody and they sit down, yeah. and look up the menu, and read the entire menu out loud to me. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I'm oh like, ooh, God. they have blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And like, if I wanted to know, I'd look it up myself. I don't need you to read it. Like, I get it. I appreciate the gesture, and we're both excited about this thing, but you don't have to sit down and read every single ingredient and every single item to me. It was. Did you know the water here? Whoa. <laughs> we got Perrier, and they have LaCroix, and they have Voss, and they have Fiji. Voss. Voss. Voss water. Upcoming video idea, water taste test. Are you a water snob? Not really. I'm, I mean, I have preferences, but I'm not a snob about it. I don't like tap. I, don't I like drink, tap I drink tap water and our tap water has tons of like radon in it too. And I don't oh. care. Oh. Still <laughs> yeah, dude. Shout out city of Kalamazoo water treatment plant. You guys do a terrible job. Thank you very much. As he sips his uh, radon killer my radon killer oh i actually wanted to tell you this uh heather posted on her uh i believe snapchat what it was is your guys's mini fridge was that your mini fridge yes, she that's posted? my mini fridge that's my mini that, sitting right that, here in my office that that was one of the nicest looking it's mini crisp, fridges right? i've ever seen you, you had the capri you. suns you had uh so like uh I have capri suns i have uh coke cherry vanilla because i don't drink dr pepper I have sun-kissed cherry limeade. I have Mountain Dew Voltage, which is the best Mountain Dew flavor. It's the only one that I like. Um, I have oh. two different types of beer that I like, and then there's two different types of uh, hard cider, because that's what Heather drinks. And then I, I had saw that other stuff in there, too. I saw that she likes, uh, I'm assuming, she likes the Cider Boys. Yeah, she likes the Peach she, Cider Boys. She, she should find the Mad, um, she, maybe she's had it, the Mad Bark one. It's the Apple Cinnamon one. Oh, that's uh, good. 
you you can only get it in variety packs and it's a and uh, you don't know if it's in your variety pack there's two options Ooh. they they make it very hard to uh to get yeah and uh but they used to just sell it individually dude it was the best i'm not a huge cider person nice. but like that cider was so good it tastes like apple cinnamon applesauce like Ooh, it was that sounds so good i'm gonna have to get it my was hands so on. good yeah you're gonna have to like coming home from work before too long here i'll talk to her about that yeah it's uh called the, the it's mad bark cider boys it's mad super good i'm gonna write that down so i don't forget yeah that, that one's that one's a really good one um i kind of want to talk to you about something uh because I find mine kind of weird. And I, it might be the weirdest one, but last meal. Your last meal. My last meal. Yes. Last meal. I, I'll go first. Let me tell you what I put down for my last meal. I gave it some good thought. Okay. okay. I, don't know how much, I don't know how much stuff you're looking for me to say. All right. You know uh, I, mean? I have. So I'll go off of what yours is. I mean, you could you could do as much. If it's like, well, just want one thing as your last meal, you could do that. I mean, it's your last meal. So I guess That's really fair. whatever. It's a fair point. Um, so I'm going to start off with a nice variety sushi boat. Okay, I'm getting multiple options of sushi rolls in there. Um, then I'm going with my favorite breakfast, country fried steak. Then I'm going with not a chocolate shake. I'm going with a chocolate malt. Malt okay. is so much better than a chocolate shake. Malt is top tier. I love a malt. The malt, so it's good. Really good. Then I'm also going to have a nice cola, Pepsi or Coke, doesn't matter. I like does I it like matter it. for your last meal it doesn't matter uh, you know <laughs> do you have a preference between pepsi and coke Clearly i like coke if your, if your I, I like i like coke more than pepsi but if it's a pepsi lime or a regular coke i'm going pepsi lime interesting okay i've never had pepsi lime pepsi lime's very good i don't like uh, pepsi at all you probably won't like it then <laughs> uh <laughs> then then i'm doing a nice little thing of escargot because mm. nothing's better than escargot as an appetizer besides calamari. And then I'm going to also finish it off with braised ox tongue on little like pieces of like small cuts of like bread, toasted bread. Oh, toast points. With, with like a uh, balsamic glaze on like drizzle Ooh. on it, dude. Sounds nice. I, I think it might be the weirdest last meal I've ever heard it's is pretty, mine. It's pretty eclectic, I will say. It is I love fun. it all though. I love braised ox tongue. Ox tongue or tail? Tongue tongue okay yeah i haven't had uh i haven't had ox tongue i don't think i've had it before have you had tongue in general i have i love tongue. i've had like beef just, tongue. i don't know if it's the same yeah, or not if it's a different thing. it's it's yeah it's very similar i mean okay. i just like throwing in the nice crock pot I've, i guess i shouldn't say i like doing it. i've only done it once yeah. but i mean like just throwing in the crock pot and like with a bunch of like just onions and other stuff right yeah and then Poach just let it cook and then just make some tacos out of it oh yeah there's a, a taco place i went to saturday with our good buddy zach um <clears throat> best mexican restaurant i've ever been to in my life super like unassuming really? hole in the wall place here in kalamazoo they have tongue that's why i brought it up they have tongue and they do tripe also um they also have an elote taco which i didn't get but i got three tacos oh. and a soda it was like ten dollars super cheap like dingy Kind of restaurant, delicious, delicious food. Shout out Los, Los Brothers, Kalamazoo, best Mexican Los restaurant. Los Brothers, Los Brothers, that killer. Like, that sounds really Anyways, good. um, my last meal, the sushi boat is a good choice because I really like sushi. That's why I was mm -hmm. a sushi chef for a long time. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna just say like salmon nigiri specifically. I really like a nice fresh salmon nigiri. Okay. Um, 
calamari is a good thing to have. Uh, crispy pork belly banh mi. I really Ooh. like a banh mi, and I've been craving a banh mi lately. Um, and pork belly is the best meat. It's my favorite meat anyways. Um, what else would I want? My mom's mac and cheese that she makes. She makes. She has her own recipe for mac and cheese. I have the recipe, and I don't know what I do differently, but it never comes out the same way that she makes it. Mom always makes it best, you know what I mean? Mom, I'm coming home. Mom's mac and cheese. And then I think I would just do like a nice key lime pie. Or strawberry Ooh. rhubarb. <clears throat> key lime's a good one. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. And then my drink. Uh, what beverage would I want with that? I don't know. Just super nice room temperature water. Not even cold water. I don't like cold uh, water as much. I like room temp. You're going with water? Yeah, water's good, man. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's your last meal. You do you, but wow. I've never heard of water as... Like... I had a... That's a fair point. <laughs> I, had, I had a cocktail last time I went to Cheesecake Factory. Whatever that was, that was really good. It was this thing with like a bourbon and egg whites and honey and lemon, and it was really tasty. Couldn't tell you what was in it or what it was called. But it was delicious, and I'd want that. Hmm. They, uh, have you been to the Grateful Crow? Yes, I have. I love the Grateful Crow. The Grateful Crow. It, that's that. Pl- um, you, you you said best cocktail, so that made me remind it remind yeah, me of the place. But like, ugh, Grateful Crow has probably some of the best sushi I've ever had, and it it, it I don't know. their rolls their rolls are really good. I will say they do not know how to do a nigiri. Their nigiri game is whack, but their rolls so, are is the one with the rice. You get it with rice, right? Yeah, it's a right? nugget of rice, and then you put a little piece of fish over top of it. Yeah. See, I that's the first time I've had nigiri, and I think I, I enjoyed it pretty well. Like, I every, liked it. Every time I've had the nigiri there, it has been, like, unconscionably large. It's just they give me a huge, huge, huge oh. piece of rice with this massive slab of fish over top. Oh, so you think it's overportioned. Oh. Yeah, it's like, I gotta eat that. Just give me two small pieces. Like, the idea behind a nigiri is I want to be able to pick it up with my chopsticks, dip it, and eat it in one bite. Even if it is a big bite. But if you give me something that I have to eat in three or four bites, that's super impractical. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. No, no, that's a fair point. Take your sushi rice. Make sure your hands are wet so it doesn't stick, right? Or wear uh, gloves with cooking spray on them. That's what I always do because I don't like to touch the rice because I think it's nasty. You know what I mean? Get my hands in people's food. Um, Yeah. And then you take 13 or 14 grams of rice. And you need to, you can kind of roll it in your hand and shape it. You don't want to squeeze too hard because you don't want to smash the grains of rice. You want to keep the integrity of the rice itself, but you want it to be stuck together in a nice little kind of almost a football shape, kind of like a tater tot shape, right? And then you take uh, a thin three quarters of an ounce slice of fish you have to slice it against the grain at a specific angle there's a whole thing to it a little bit of wasabi on the back of the fish and then you gently shape it around the nigiri and then set it down it should look like it's a little it should have a little long end that's a tail and then the flat end is the head and it should look like it's a little fish swimming kind of that's how it's always been explained to me and uh interesting yeah and you want it to be you want to have the fish in your hand like you can make the rice ball but then from the minute you pick up the fish to putting it on the plate should be no more than 20 seconds. Otherwise, the fish gets too warm. Yo, that is some technical stuff. <laughs> it's, it's fascinating what goes into making these. Like, that's why when we were talking about the restaurant for the spaghetti 
the menu for the spaghetti place earlier, um, mm-hmm. their desserts were listed as like two or three ingredients. And yeah. I really, I like that for the exact reason that I like nigiri because it is, it is deceptive. Simple. It is deceptively difficult. You are taking two, maybe three ingredients and you are making them into their absolute most perfect form possible. And that is a super appealing thing to me. So that's why I like nigiri. Or kind of goes it kind of goes back to like kind of like the same like idea of simplicity is always better. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I guess if it's not broke don't fix it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that was kind of a weird tangent right there. I haven't talked I liked about it. sushi in a while. I haven't worked in Yeah, a sometimes you just got to bring it back to the roots, dude. You just got to bring it back to the True. old uh the old sushi. Yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just rapid fire off a couple of questions for you because I have like a few more things on this list. Um, None of them I don't think are particularly long conversations. Uh, Bacon, crispy or chewy? Mm, I go back and forth because there's times when I like it crispy and there's times when I don't. Like when it's on a sandwich, I want it crispy because I don't want it chewy to where it pulls off the sandwich. I just want a crisp, clean bite through or like in an omelet i like it crispier but if it's just by itself i don't mind some chew and some fat yeah i mean i i love chewy bacon i i I think the only time that i want it crispy is if it's on a sandwich that's a good point i hadn't considered that yeah Yeah, Um, like because i always hate like especially like leaf lettuce i hate always like biting it and then or like a tomato slice the problem with those on a sandwich yeah it just slides out and it kind of like messes the whole sandwich up that's like <clears throat> i love those toppings but it's very hard for it to like kind of like work together sometimes yeah I don't, know. I don't i don't disagree with you i like shredded lettuce if i'm making a sandwich honestly yeah shredded lettuce honestly i've come around i used to hate shredded lettuce i used to think it was terrible but honestly i kind of get it now you know yeah, yeah you um, grew up best way to have an egg uh a sunny side up i only like or We'll we'll say we'll say well I mean let's I'll do sunny side I'm gonna I'm gonna do sunny side up uh because that's how I would normally eat an egg more than not uh but like I would also I like them poached I like my I like my yolk runny like that's the only like way I like egg. it I like a I, I don't like I don't like a fried egg I don't like I like a medium uh, over medium over fried. medium's not bad over medium's I like not the bad runny yolk but the white set I like yeah. a, I like a jammy yolk mm, I, I I don't like jammy I like a I runny. like a like a seven-minute boiled egg. Like I'm super into a seven-minute boiled egg. Or like a ramen egg. The uh, Yeah, yeah. Tamago, ra- okay. Big fan of that. Yeah. Marinated yeah. scotch eggs are delicious. Yeah. Oh, Scottish. Oh. I am really shocked you didn't say scotch eggs. Because I know you love those. Yeah. That told, I haven't had one in a, forever. Those. Those okay. are so good. Those are so good. A so- it's basically, if you don't know, it's a like a soft boiled egg wrapped in like sausage and then like fried. Yeah, and it's just and then like, you bite into it. It's just runny yolk with like really, sausage really wrapped. Egg. It's so good. It's so good. I I also really enjoy like a super well done French omelet. Like, Is that the one where it's like you you cut it and it kind of like runs everywhere? It's or am one I of totally them. off There's- on that? Uh, there's uh, omu rice is one that does that also where they serve it on a pile of rice and you cut it and it pours open. Yeah, it kind of just like are, spills That's crazy. Up. Omu rice is impossible to do correctly. I'm working my way up to it. I'm, I've never had it. They always I'm look satisfying through, to watch though. I'm going through like eggs. Eggs are so cheap. Well, they 
typically. They are. were. They were. <laughs> They're typically pretty cheap, and it's a good way to get like to master certain cooking technique. I think, yeah. and to really like understand how, um, like heat and time and like things like that can affect the way things cook. So uh-huh. I've been just like trying to master as many egg methods as I can. I've gotten really good at doing a French omelet too, which is the last thing that I got good at. Um, you essentially make like scrambled eggs in a bowl and then you pour them into a pan and then you have to keep them moving. And basically the goal of it is to roll them up into like a, like a tube almost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so that there's no, it's all just like a pale yellow. There's no browning on it. The inside, when you cut it open, the inside is still like kind of soft like almost runny um, and you just top it with chives. It's a super simple, delicious way to overly complicate an egg. Um, Eggs are so that. versatile though. They really are. They really are. You can do anything with them. Honestly, shout out, shout out chickens, man. Yeah. Shout out chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That oh, didn't pick mic, up. None of that sticks. picked up. Yeah. <laughs> None of I, was <laughs> I was clapping for chickens. He was mime clapping. Well, I was actually clapping, but, or was I? Um, best toppings for a hot dog. Oh, okay. Now I was in these Chicago. Are, these are all just like I, random things that I've thought of for, for the past. Dude, I love this. So. I I kind of like these though. I like I love these type of questions. Little, um, yeah. it's fun. It always puts something in a new direction. Um, when I was in Chicago. I did kind of look for the Chicago dog because I do like that style dog. If I like, I want to go crazy with it. Oh but yeah. If I'm just if I'm just doing just a simple. Everyday hot dog. I want ketchup, onion. I think that's it. Ketchup and onion really do it ketchup for me. Onion? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm very simple with my hot dog. I mean, I'll I'll do straight like just mustard sometimes. Mustard. I was. That's what I was thinking. I was like thinking, should I? Is mustard or ketchup better? I guess. On actually, no. I'm gonna switch it. Mustard and onion. Mustard and onion. I think I'm onion. I think onion goes better with mustard. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge fan of the Chicago dog. Um, I live pretty I close it. to Chicago. There's a place that does a really good Chicago dog here. Um, it's uh, I forget everything that's on it. It's got the pickle, poppy seed bun, poppy seed bun, pickles, tomatoes, mustard, onions. Relish. It's, like a, it's a weird relish though. It's like yeah. a like a, it's like a it's like relish that went to uh, um. Um 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 um. This is uh. This would be cool if I a Chernobyl. It's like relish went to Chernobyl. Very nice. You finally got there. Quick. Got there. It's it is like an unnaturally like radioactive Nickelodeon slime green relish. Yeah. I don't know what's so special about like what makes that so special. No idea. Couldn't tell you. Huh. And then uh, sport peppers, which are like a spicy pickled pepper. Which I really like. Um, I think that is an incredible combination for uh, celery salt is also on there. Um, oh yeah, that's an incredible combination of things on a hot dog. I've also lately been into a New York style dog, which the place near me that does these the the hot dog place near me they do a New York dog, and it's just a hot dog with sauerkraut and then like grainy, like grain mustard. Like yeah, whole grain mustard I knew it. that was coming, dude. You oh nasty. God, it's good. I don't normally go for sauerkraut either, but like, I, I got one like impulsively. I was like, I need to try something new. Get a New York dog. Man, it was good. It was really, really See, good. 
see, I don't know what's worse on that hot dog. If it's a sauerkraut or the grainy mustard, either like one, like mustard? It, it, both are off putting. Like, yeah, I don't like brown mustard. I don't like, oh, oh my God. I don't like, I don't like Dijon mustard. Dude. I like, I just like yellow mustard or heart, honey mustard really? or honey mustard. Honey mustard oh. is good too, but not on a hot dog, obviously. But wow. um, have you ever had a danger dog? Yeah, I've made my own danger dogs before. I've never had a real I've one. I've never had, I've never had one. Are they, are they good? Yeah, I can only I'm, imagine they're good. I mean, baking wrapped the anything's only, good. Yeah, the issue that I run into is that my the hot dog buns are never big enough for all the shit that I want to put on it. People <laughs> people don't know the danger dog is essentially a it's a bacon wrapped hot dog topped with like ketchup, mustard, mayo, grilled peppers, grilled onions, and grilled jalapenos. Right? So Am good. I missing? Yeah. No, no, that that sounds um, spot on and it's delicious. Called, it's called the danger dog because people in um la i think in, is yeah where it's la really... and like other parts of socal would sell them out of carts without a food license and they would just like sit out in the sun all day like raw bacon on a hot dog sitting in the sun all day um so they were I'm dangerous about to eat, so it'd be called dangerous <laughs> um yeah i mean it's good it's a lot it's a lot of stuff um no. you almost need to put it in like a hoagie roll or something otherwise yeah like, you, you, a regular you, hot dog bun it's way too much yeah, and if you're gonna go, you might as well get one of those thick, beefy Franks too. Like, don't like get those skinny ones either, because if you're gonna oh, go big, Costco what? quarter pound hot dog. Oh, are they pretty I good? I love Costco hot dogs. Oh, that's they sell the hot dogs there, dude. Yes, the sir. thing, the problem, the problem. I've never had a Costco dog, but like, I've never like gone out to buy a hot dog unless I'm at a baseball game. I don't know what it oh. is, but like, I think there's always the the problem with the hot dog is like there's. I feel like there's always better things on a menu than a hot dog. That's fair. So like I don't it's it's like it's like ribs, dude. I'm never going to go out and buy I never ribs. Get ribs. I'd rather smoke them. Yeah, right? myself, them you know. I don't I don't eat a steak at a restaurant for the I same don't either. reason. I'm very I don't either. Especially with burgers, I like hardly ever get a burger at a restaurant just because I can make one at home for that's like way better usually. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I uh, I'll do I'll do a burger sometime, but recently yeah, yeah right. I haven't done burgers in forever actually. I the, yeah, no, there's do. better things out there. Um, I guess uh, I guess the problem of being an adventurous eater. Right. Uh, first of all, before I move on to the next thing, you're going to come out and visit me soon. I live across the street from a Costco. And we're going to go there and get hot dogs. And it's going to blow your mind. It's about 50 we for just hot have dog to, soda. We're literally going to have a whole day of different things. Because every time we talk about I know, honestly, out, there's a whole new restaurant honestly, that I have you're to gonna, try. You're going to you're gonna have to come out here for a weekend. And we're just going to do a food tour of, of my city. Um, In my city. That was another thing. I'm I tried done. a new a new restaurant. Uh another new restaurant, not the Mexican place I was talking about. Me and Heather went out to dinner on Friday night. Yeah. And we tried this new pizza place downtown and I had a Wagyu pastrami sandwich. Ooh. So they had taken a, presumably a Wagyu brisket and made it into pastrami and then they had like a like a brown mustard slaw on it and mm. it was on rye bread. It was really really tasty. That, they also had a, I, I also had I, a Pim's cup as one of their signature cocktails, oh, which I've never yeah. seen in a restaurant before. James, Nobody, James, James put me on the Pim Pim's cup. Me the Pim's too. cup's really good. It's like a herbally like liqueur in a sense. Like, yeah. And then and basically it's Pim's. It's Pim's is the the liqueur. It's like herbally. It's from the UK. And it's very popular out there. And then it's uh, lemonade basically. And then it's yeah, oh, so good. Or a lot of so places good. make it with apple juice also. Really? 
Yeah, weird. I've right? never heard of apple juice before. That's Honestly, I... you never even think of apple juice as a cocktail mixer in a sense. No. Like, I'd, I'd I've looked it up in the past about what um what to mix pims with because James told me it was good, so I bought a bottle of it and then I was like, hey, what the hell do I do with this? Um, no, but it's apparently it's uh, pims is gin with a lot of uh, herbs and caramelized orange and spices. Is what the website says. Huh. Um. So that's cool. But yeah, it's it's delicious. It's a nice, it's super refreshing. It's usually served with like a cucumber in it. Very tasty. I think I think I actually no San Pellegrino is what uh, James put me on with. Oh, the, using San Pellegrino yeah. and uh, the Pims is really good. Like I love natural like lemon one. No, San Pellegrino is really good. It's really good. We need some really more stuff. Well, do you have any other fast, rapid, fun questions? Uh, I don't think so. I had one other thing on my list. I forgot what it was. Um, oh, it's not that interesting. I thought it was interesting when I wrote it let's down. Make it, let's make it interesting. Speak okay. to me. I wrote down, what time do meals actually start? Because me and Heather got into an argument about... Because uh, uh, I, I, made, I made breakfast. Um, or I made breakfast food yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And we ate it at... Uh, like eleven thirty, I made muffins and I made eggs and bacon and sausage and toast, and we ate at eleven thirty. And I called it lunch, and she took. I called it brunch, and she took is- issue with that. Um, can you hear my dog? <laughs> I, I can't now. <laughs> he's fine. Uh, um, the uh... oh, he's picking up on your mic by himself now. All right, he should have stopped. Yeah. He did. Um. So the um so breakfast for me is time frame I think is pretty good is like you can do like six thirty or seven to like probably ten probably ten and that's like kind of pushing it. But I think brunch starts like at ten thirty to like noon and then like twelve thirty to like two thirty probably you got lunch. And then you get okay. a little break. And then I say dinner at the earliest should start like at five, five thirty. And gotcha. then uh, and then dinner can go to like probably like eight, eight thirty. But like anything after nine is just a late night snack to me. <laughs> between <Right>. like <laughs> between like nine to like six the next morning, it's considered yeah. like a late night snack. Uh, breakfast is between uh, four and nine thirty. Okay. Nine nine thirty to eleven thirty is brunch. Eleven thirty to two is lunch, and then dinner is from four to nine. Four to nine. I think I was closest with the dinner. That's, that's <laughs> well. That's you're not closest to anything because that's just my opinion. There's no official. Yeah. No four official in the report. morning eating. It just like, I, seems crazy to me. I know it does, but uh, I have a lot of coworkers who start their shift at four in the morning. And yeah, I've I still started, no. I've done shifts at four in the morning before. It's not fun, but no, um, do it. I mean, really though, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Just eat when you're hungry. Eat whatever the hell you want, whenever you want to. Honestly, don't eat. Yeah, well, our lawyer is <laughs> our lawyer is over here, and he's telling me that we shouldn't say that to people. Our our lawyer Oliver. A lawyer Oliver. No, he's locked outside. Oliver's my cat. <laughs> If I let him in here, he likes to play on my desk. He has a bed up here behind my computer on the top of my desk. So he'll like meow, walk meow. across my whole desk and sit up there. It's very it's very cute, but not when I'm recording. Honestly, shout out to Oliver. Shout out to Oliver. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, give him some treats after give this. Him a little, give him a goldfish. 
Give him a goldfish. No. No, he doesn't get people not, food. Not, not the people food. An actual fish. Oh. Let him feast. Uh, Bailey, what do you have to plug this week, bro? You got anything? What do I got to plug? Uh, just your basic TikTok at Weird Eats. Um, and then, dude, honestly, email us. We're not, we're not, we won't yeah, bite. Uh, us. be like, be like, our, be like your boy Kyle and like send us something fun to talk about, you know? Up. Like, I'm, shout I'm out lonely. Kyle. I'm lonely. Send me an email. <laughs> send us an email at dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com. Wes, you got anything fun to say? Um, make sure you get plenty of sleep. It's important sleep is so important i didn't get enough sleep last night and uh i've been really like spaced out all day also well, you, you drink uh, tired. drink yerba mate because i've been drinking a lot of yerba mate lately first thing in the morning i wake up and have some tea really nice tons of caffeine in it yerba mate yerba mate never had it never heard of it now i gotta try it Fair enough. all right everybody Thank you for listening to another episode of Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. And, uh, and I'm Wes. And you guys have a great day. Bye-bye.